From American Salon Magazine and .com, I'm Gordon Miller, and this is American Salon Stories, our weekly podcast featuring some of the most interesting people we know. So today we welcome one of my favorite career and business minds slash beauty business coaches. He's the founder, a stockholder, and a board member of Summit Salon Business Center. He's also a top global business educator for the L'Oreal Professional Products Division, which includes Redken, Purology, Matrix, L'Oreal Professional, and Essie. Um, and I love this quote about him. It's that Michael has a unique ability to observe salon business trends and translate them into systems and methods by which salons and professionals can achieve dramatic growth. I just love that. He's one of my favorite past podcast guests. He's one of my favorite industry friends, a, a great human being, and my first repeat podcast guest. Uh, welcome to the American Salon Stories podcast, Michael Cole. Oh, thank you, Gordon. I just, I, I love your introductions, man. When you said something, whatever it is you said about the, the, the identifying trends and all that stuff, I just call it LBWA, learning by wandering around. I just wander around and learn from guys like you. <laughs> well, well, like me, and I, it's, it's quite the opposite, I would argue, but but like me, you, we've been wandering for a long time. <laughs> the two yeah, of we us. Have. We have. We, <laughs> We, we, if we stand in the back of the wake and look at where we've been, there's just a, a, we've covered a lot of turf, my friend. And and hopefully learned a lot. And I, and I know in your case, you certainly have, and, and you're still out there sharing it, which I love. And we said this in our last podcast, you and I reconnected after not seeing each other for a while. I don't know, probably close to a year ago now, and, and just kind of got into this really geeky, geeky social media conversation. And again, you, you're you keeping yourself young, you're hanging out with the right people, and you're obsessed as I am with social media. Oh, my God. Obsessive, compulsive, social media, web, mobile, digital disorder on steroids, man. I mean, my wife is yelling at me now, put down the damn mobile, it's time to eat. <laughs> I, I so love that. So American Salon just put out its third annual digital and social media supplement. It, it went out with our uh, June edition to American Salon magazine. Uh, the subtitle is Up Your Game with Tips, Inspiration, and More. And um, you're on page 16. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment, but I love seeing your picture there. Um, importantly, this was sponsored by by um, Redken, Purology, Matrix, L'Oreal Professional, Baxter of California, Level Loyalty, and Salon Centric. Again, all part of the L'Oreal family of brands. Um, so we're excited to put that out into the marketplace. We're really excited to have you in it. And it, in this supplement, you talk about mobile. Um, the article is called Upwardly Mobile, Elevate Your Smartphone Strategy and Your Bottom Line Will Follow. And I, I love this quote, take the business building potential of a mobile device for granted and you lose all of the leverage that mobile can provide. So let's start by talking about mobile. Well, yeah, I mean, and it was one of those, you know, I don't know, handful of months ago, I had this, I, I call them, you know, OMG, BFO, oh my God, blinding flashes of the obvious that, you know, the and there's a lot of us, as you know, the, the self-proclaimed social media content experts, and I would put, I'd be the first to put, you know, guilty as charged, your honor. But, you know, we start coaching hairdressers on social and we just took 
I took for granted that they they had a mobile that was modernized enough to, you know, navigate, you know, the internet and, and, and all of the social platforms. And lo and behold, as I'm in front of more and more of them, I'm going, stop it. You, I'm taking way too much for granted that, you know, and you and I were chatting a little bit about this on, uh, you know, at another time. I think hairdressers that uh, are mobile savvy, social media savvy are still very, very much the exception to the rule. You know, the, the harsh reality is the overwhelming majority of hairdressers are at best just wading into the shallow part of the pool. And the first place I'm starting now, Gordon, is show me your mobile device. I want to know how modern is it? I mean, you know, we're in an era now, iPhone. Um, if, if you ask a ninja, uh, what, what's your mobile you have right away? iPhone 7 plus maximum storage, you know, on steroids um, and, and hairdressers that are struggling. First of all, they haven't they have a hard time understanding the meaning of the question you're asking them. And then they kind of awkward and they go, well, you know, I don't, I think it's a four. I think it's a five. And it's like, well, my God, no wonder why you're complaining about, you know, something's wrong with Facebook Live because it's, it keeps freezing up on me. So it's like, we have to just sit down and start with, we need to get you to, you know, at least a six, but, you know, let's go seven and in about a half an hour, we're going to go to eight. Uh, and, and, and then those that have mobiles, all right, um, let's go to the uh, app store or the Google Play store. We need to download this app. And I take them there and they can't get there because they haven't downloaded their software update. And they don't want to do that because they, quote, made that mistake a year ago, you know, and it, and they, you know, they were freaked out for six months because God forbid I had to learn some minor adjustments on my click paths on, you know, and so, I mean, it goes on and on and on. I, you know, I, uh, I, I don't have any more room, Michael, for another app. It's like, well, no, you need more, you know, you need more storage. You need, so uh, that's become the, the, the newest addition to it. That's like, to me, 101. We have to start with show me your mobile. And that's right up there with asking them, you know, take off your clothes, stand in front of a mirror and let me see your reflection naked. I mean, it, people are really, really embarrassed about that. That's and then, you know that's interesting. Um, a couple of quick thoughts that just just come flying into my head. I always think of the, just the metaphor of of the rest of a person's career, the things that they understand. Everybody gets the importance. Well, everybody who's serious about their career, I should say, gets the importance of the proper tools. It's, it's not a big stretch, you know, when you talk to somebody who is doing well or wanting to do better. To know that they have a, a decent, if not great, shear, that they have, they go out and they put their money into the best irons. It's the tools of the trade. And, and to your point, that's, that's what this is. And of course, you know, I had the great pleasure years ago of, of walking a beauty show with, with Yosh Toya. And he, he spent about 90 minutes at a big shear booth explaining everything you want to know about shears. And it was absolutely fabulous. I'm looking for that person on the mobile device side, right? On the business tool side, who's that guy can walk me into the Verizon store from a hairdresser perspective and show me everything that matters on a mobile device. And that's where we need to get. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it you know, to your point, you've got uh, just the, mo the money part is I, I got this because, you know, I can't afford this much money or, you know, the, the back end, the carrier, I got this carrier because I can save, you know, $15 a month. And yet uh, they don't understand. Well, I know, but you're you're freezing up. Uh, 
you can't watch YouTube. Uh, you know, you 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 can't. It it's taken you three, four, five minutes to you know like bring Instagram up. So you have to look at your mobile like you look at uh, an expensive pair of shears. If if you're not willing to invest in your mobile uh, like you invest in your your tools. You're not ready to go up another ten to twenty thousand dollars in income. I mean, we can take you up twenty grand, but you 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 got to be good for you know you know uh, damn near a thousand on the front end, and uh, I don't know fifty sixty bucks on the back end. And if you're not willing to do that, you're not ready to uh, blow up your pay. And you know, go, go, going back to that tools analogy again, you know, if if you can't cut a really clean straight line because you're using crappy shears, you know, you aren't going to make your clients happy. If you don't have the contemporary tools to not only market yourself but to be competitive in marketing yourself, because it's you know, there's that aspect of this, right? It's it's you have to compete with everybody, right, right. And you know, now we, you know, you get assuming okay, we got that handled. Now we have to teach you how to use your mobile device so that you can go beyond texting, you know, checking your email, um, you know, playing solitaire on one of your apps and, you know, maybe scrolling Facebook. I mean, we, 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 need to, we need to teach you how to get to the Google Play Store or the App Store, download an app all by yourself, sign, you know, and all these apps you need are on ramps to websites. Got to teach you how to sign on, uh, sign up all by yourself with your, you know, get your email, uh, your password, where to place boats so that not if, but when you get logged off, you're, you're not looking for your husband, wife, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, next door neighbor, friend to get you back on. I mean, I'll tell you what, it, you know, you start tap, damping, tap, tap dancing on that scab. And there's a whole training program in the beauty industry currently that I would just call Mobile 101. And it, it's all living for anybody who's struggling to find it, because, you know, we always talk about all the great education that's out there and there's so much of it. But in this instance, if you're struggling at all to find it, you know, we have these amazing tools called Google and YouTube, both powerful search engines. Coincidentally, you know, I, I spent an hour last night surfing YouTube, watching how-to videos for my iPhone seven plus, you know, um, I, I, I hadn't, I've had it. There, I, there's always those hidden tricks. I knew there was more, more things that I needed to, or things oh. that I'd already forgotten. So I hopped on YouTube and I, I spent an hour surfing videos and I found some really cool little tricks that I'm already using. Right. And, and to you, I mean, I live, I mean, you know, YouTube now is its own search engine as is Facebook and Instagram. I mean, all those social platforms, but what I had to stop to go, okay, wait a minute. I need to teach the student that I'm coaching, A, how to get to YouTube, how to navigate YouTube, so that because they, they, they weren't, and it's a dirty little secret. And oh, by the way, I, I, you know, I want to do that without shaming people. It's like, it's okay. It's okay to say, I don't know diddly squat, because once you can make that confession, I, I, can, I can connect you with probably the 20-year-old that is currently your damn assistant to teach you, to catch you up. And, you know, you're, if I, and I've done it enough now, Gordon, that, it, you know, I don't know, a few days, a week into it, what, you know, the, whoever the, the student is and they're, you know, they're late 20 something, 30 something, 40 something, 50 something. The, the, what they're saying is, oh my God, it, this isn't as hard as I thought. It's interesting. It's interesting. 
It's kind of fun. And I can see how you can get addicted to it. And if I close my eyes, if I didn't know any better, they start sounding like, you know, the 19-year-old millennial. So now I'm talking to a 55-year-old salon owner going on 20. And, you know, I'll just go back to my never-ending, you know, real-world metaphor. It's like the colorist who never balayaged, who went and took all the classes and experimented and played or went to learn vivids or picked up a clipper for the first time and took a class and spent weeks mastering the clip. It's the same thing in a different, in a different way. Thing. Yeah. It, and, but it's fun. I'm, I'm, I'm growing young and, uh, but, and I'm talking about now, you know, you're either 26 years old going on 19, or you're 26 years old going on 65, uh, or you're 65 years old on 65, or you're 65 on 30, depending on, you know, are you or are you not in the mobile, web mobile, social, digital game as it relates to making money behind the chair? Yeah, so you're either growing young, or you're growing old fast, you're a fossil. And that's what's determining it. And now, as you know, we got this new term called Generation C, which has nothing to do with age. It has to do with how you know savvy you are with mobile and social. So you can, you know, that now age is no longer age is no longer a number. Age is to what degree are you in the the digital social mobile game and connected. You know, that's the, that's the and, big, that's the big idea, right? Generation C, like being connected and being connected to everything today. You know, what fascinates me about you and where you are today is for all the time that I've known you, um, which goes back into the, I, I think probably the eighties, you have been teaching people how to build their careers, build their book, you know, have, have better lives through the business that they're in. And you're still doing the same thing. And I I remember you showing people how to deal with the Rolodex and putting the little tabs. Do you remember when you used to do oh, the thing? Oh, oh, God. But that was a technology, quote unquote, at the time. And you then moved into the day planners and you, you've just always followed the tools. And now we've got a whole new set of tools. And, and I everything I hear you say, I'm like, it's all steeped in those those fundamental best practices that you've been preaching for 30 years. You know, you, you've got your finger on something that, and I just started talking about this probably the last three months, the, the, the mobile device slash social platforms like Instagram, in particular, Facebook next is basically, you've got a, you've got your Rolodex of 1980 and 1990, you're holding it. And now when your client comes in, it really isn't necessary for them to fill out a card. It's here, let me bring you to a page, like the page, and I gotcha. And so if, 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 uh, if I have the overwhelming majority of people that I serve in, on one or more of my, my social media platforms, and I have a 12th hour cancellation today or tomorrow, or I've got two or three windows of time to fill, I can, I, you know, I can do something as simple as posting a caption never without any, there's no picture, just, gee, I've got this 12th hour opening and in about, I don't know, three, four, five minutes, I've not only filled that window of time, but probably two or three more. I mean, Gordon, I'm in social media classes now, my classroom where I'm given this idea and, and people are like online playing with the idea as I'm teaching it, screaming, because they go, I just filled an opening in my book. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, we had to go on an archaeological dig on a Rolodex file, you know, fill out a card, 
put a postage stamp in it, send it out snail mail and pray. And now we're pushing a button and we're, you know, filling a gap in like two minutes. I mean, where are we going from here? What a time to be in the beauty industry. I mean, we are in an era now that I think history will prove we've never been so fortunate to be right here, right now, in the middle of this era. Instagram and Facebook, in my opinion, were invented primarily for somebody standing behind the chair that's really interested in being rich and terribly happy. Yep. Oh, and and I said this before, probably on this podcast, but I, I, I think 20, 30 years from now, we're going to look back and, and, and we look at the big moments in beauty. And I think arguably the Sassoon era was up until now the biggest. It was a game changer on so many levels in fashion and business and how everything was done. I think this may ultimately be bigger because it's transforming every aspect of the business, including how people learn, how people find salons, how people fill their books, you know, on and on and on. It is massive. Massive. I mean, again, you've got your finger right on it. I am now using the term Sassoon. You know, when I look at the 19, 20, 21, 22 year old Bali llamas that, you know, are having a first full year behind the chair at about 60 grand in W2. I'm going to be interviewing someone tonight, Gordon. Second year behind the chair, $95,000 in 2016, you know, at, you know, early 20 something. And I'm going, when you look at the work, especially hanging out on Instagram, it's, it is, it's Sassoon to the 10th power. I mean, Videl Sassoon, rest his soul, you know, reinvented the industry. But when I'm, if you're looking, taking a close look at some of the content that's being placed and, and the creative expression with, with design and color, I've never seen anything close to it. And we, you and I were around in, you know, the, 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 the 70s with, you know, high level, bi-level, tri-level precision cuts you know, on steroids. And it's almost like what I'm seeing today is every bit of that times 10. So I don't, it's just, I'm, it's daunting to watch uh, new expressions of creativity come out almost on a weekly basis. When we just did an Instagram panel at the American Board of Certified Hair Colorists, and uh, uh, it was phenomenal. One of the comments that got made there was that and I, and I see this and I hear this a lot, is that because of what hairdressers are doing with Instagram, the, the taking of those photos, the finessing of those photos to put them out in public, that the smarter folks doing that are spending more time and effort in their finishing work. And that by virtue of this constant use of the camera, taking photos, documenting their work, if they're not putting it up online, perhaps using it as an amenity and sharing that photo with their client, they're seeing their finishing work get better because they're paying attention at a different level. Oh, yeah. I, I think now that camera app photography, whatever you want to call that piece of mobile social, it is now another tool and an art that is, while it's independent of hairdressing, it's it's rapidly becoming interdependent. It's it's becoming like this synergistic fusion. And uh, the, 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 it you know, that old thing, the camera doesn't lie. So as I'm studying how I took my picture, how to take a bigger, a better picture, I'm also, it's in my face saying, look, I, I got to finish this more because, the, you know, the camera's picking it up. So it's pushing, I, it looks like it's pushing uh, the artistic, the creative expression 
and the skill level in hairdressers that are on it to just height. And it's it's like this natural, perpetual expression. And it's it's uh, very, very, very uh, inspiring and exciting for, for me to just stand witness to it. It's I'm still trying to get my arms around it. I'm so busy being fascinated by it. I, I just forgetting to study it. There was another point to the whole camera photography piece. It has now become a value, a highly unique value added point of difference gift with purchase experience that the cl- the guest, the client is coming in to not only enjoy, but expect. So one of the questions I'm asking, you know, ninjas is how many times are you posting a week, which is not a new question. And by the way, that answer, it's interesting. It's lower than I thought. It's, you know, I don't know, two, three times. Then you ask, how many clients did you do last week? I did 20. How many clients did you photograph? Uh, 15. Who were they? Uh, $200 tickets. Uh, how many pictures did you take on this average client? Uh, four or five. All right. You know, you do the math and you're, you're somewhere around 60 to 75 pictures a week. You're posting one or two what's going on with all the, it's like, are you, are you practicing? It's like, well, yeah, but my guests love it. They're they're going, can I see now? Can I have, would you text me this picture right now? So I have it on my mobile and many of them are uploading in real time to Instagram or Facebook. And then the hair, you know, the ninjas on, whoa, 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 tag me. Because I want to see, I, you know, I want to watch to see what ha- the engagement on your page. And the next aha is, oh, my God, if, if, if my content that I took from my client is on my client page, the comments and shares are exponentially greater. And now you have ninjas tracking comments on the client's page and then going on into the pages uh, of of their friends that commenting and they're starting to like each other and they're coming in and they're the source of referrals. So all of a sudden you go, oh, so that's why you had 200 referrals in the last, you know, 365 days. And this is stuff that wasn't around three months ago, never mind a year, two years ago. So I'm now saying to people that I teach, I'm going to give you the best practices today, but please don't hold me to them because they're probably going to change in about I don't know, three hours. And again, all that, you know, it's it's taking the thing most of us know how to do, which is to engage socially in the real world. We all, yes. we, you and I know people 10 years ago, if we were having this conversation about really successful hairdressers, it was typically that person who not only did great work, not only engaged the client in the salon, but also engaged people in the community and participated. We're out there doing all this in the real in the real world. And now it's it's on steroids. It's crazy. Now, you've mentioned the word ninja now several times. I, I want you to t- talk to the audience about what you define as a ninja. And then I want to I want to take a little time and do some ninja stories with you. All right. Well, ninja, you know, I'm going on my seventh, 70th, seven zero. Uh, episode on Facebook Live, and probably 40 episodes ago, 
I got bored with me only and went, I'm going to go out and find people that are crushing it on social media. Uh, and by crushing it, I mean, you know, the people that are having $60,000 first years, you know, 70, $80,000 seconds, and it goes on and on. That's a crusher. Uh, people that are, and you can't do that without having a couple hundred referrals a year uh, with 150 to a $200 average ticket. So I quantify what I call crushing it, and and uh, and they're and they're crushing it because of the conversation you and I've had the last few minutes. From they're 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 a master at photography. They're a master at painting hair. They're a master at design. And and you put all these skill sets together. To me, that's a ninja. I just kind of call it's what's cool about doing your own seminars. You can make up your own language. And so these are these are the ninjas. And I you know I I, I I've endeared them now. There's about uh, 40 of them. I've got a private, I got a private Facebook page that I've created for them because I'm tired of texting them one-on-one. I want to get to go to because I'm asking all of them new questions every day. And they are my mentors. They're coaching the coach. They're mentoring the mentor. And just for the record, they're not my life mentor. I mean, I they're not mentoring me on how to have a better relationships. It's just they're taking me through this conversation. Mobile social, uh, you know, uh, and all that goes with it. And they're showing me how they are like just crushing time, uh, breaking into new fields of income and, 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 and setting new metrics. Those are the ninjas. Now to give a little clarity, you know, around maybe what the average ninja is like, because I, I don't want to confuse them with influencers. You know, we, we, I, I love my influencer friends or powerful people, but I, I think you, you are really focused on those who are living their lives predominantly focused on being in the salon and crushing it in the salon. It, it, it's, it's, start, and I love the influencers that you love with the six figure, some of them seven figure followers. Uh, if you hang out with me, you're going to find that my discoveries, some of them, are diametrically opposite of what a lot of people would think to be a prerequisite to making a lot of money. Many of the ninjas that I hang with, Gordon, we're talking about 300, maybe 400, a list of 400 followers. And that that's almost sounds counterintuitive. And you're going, wait a minute, are you suggesting that somebody with, a, with, with 400 followers you know, made $80,000 last year. I'm saying, yeah, come hang out with me. I'll introduce you to five of them. And, but when you, the whole truth is out of that, those 400 followers, 200 and I don't know, 20, 250 of them are their clients. And I, and I know, and so we, or I should say they have a hundred percent of their clientele on that page. And now, you know, the science is, how many clients did you do last month? Well, I did 110. Let's multiply it times two because two months of client is, is really an eight-week process. So all of a sudden, we've learned that a clientele is two months worth of clients. You got them all on your page. Every time you're posting content, you, those those people are seeing it. And oh, by the way, according to you know the Facebook, Instagrams of the world, Three for every one of them that's following you, you got 330 people that are following them. And when a client is a follower, those that are following them are not followers; they're referrals. So, in my mind, I've actually changed the the meaning of influencer 
inside of a clientele. If you've got a client on your page, don't look now, but you have an influencer, let's stop taking them for granted. Let's post some content to see if that influencer, you know, through connection and networking and social can get you more of those types of people. So having three to five, three to 500 to a thousand followers, you know, is, is a really important and big idea relative to perception that so many have that you need, you know, 10,000, 20,000, a hundred thousand to do well. And they, they focus on that, but let's, let's go back once again to kind of pre-social you and I know a lot of really successful people who would, I would argue that most of them, their sphere of influence, their, their connections in the community, including the clients they have and the prospects they have in the circle around probably is in that same three to 400 range. That's the number. And it's that same number pre-social allowed many people we know to make six figure incomes. So again, the math hasn't really changed. The tools have, the tools have. Right. All we're doing is taking pre-social, which is basically a two to three hundred grouping that you had either in the in the good old days a few years ago. It was in a Rolodex file. And then a few years back, we put it, we automated it in, you know, on a laptop or a desktop. All we're doing now is we're dumping it into, uh, you know, a social platform. And uh, and we're finding we can do in nanoseconds what used to take us hours and days. I mean, I think if anything, you and I have a little bit of edge <laughs> on on the player because you know I'm an old guy for crying out loud. I'm 63, <laughs> so I mean I was doing this crap in 1987, 88. So I I I just made that connection about a year ago. It's like, what in the world's going on here? Oh my God. Social platforms are automated Rolodex files. Mm-hmm. Yep. And instead of standing in line at Starbucks and struggling to hand out business cards to strangers, you post cool stuff on your feed and all those posts become kind of virtual business cards. You know, once again, my friend, you, uh, you, have, you have your finger on another, another hot issue because ninjas now are going to the salon owners that they're employed by. A lot of the ninjas that I work with, they're in the summit community. So they're going to an owner who may not be as social mobile savvy as they are. And they're saying, look, can we have a very, can we have a new and different conversation? Tell me how many referrals you, I need to bring in before I can go to the next level, but stop telling me how you want me to bring them in. I am so tired of this analog manual. Here are some cards, hand them out at Starbucks. It's like, that's called that's called old. That's called <laughs> old fashioned. And if you're listening to this and you're a salon owner, consider stop doing it and stop telling yourself and, and engaging in narratives like, well, if I had to do it, so do you, because that that's old. You're going to die. You're, you're, you're going to be an in, on the endangered species list when you got a ninja that is a, is a master at hair, digital, mobile, social they're going to push a button and get in a few hours what's going to take you days and days of handing out, you know, paper and ink. So throw away your old way of doing business 
or you're going to get annihilated here in the next few nanoseconds. And again, you know, just look in the world around us, not just the salon industry, but go anywhere. You know, my 80-some-year-old mother is taking selfies. You know, I mean, it's it it's a part of everything that we do now has connectivity to whether it's social media or the devices. The rule book has been blown to smithereens and there's a new rule book and we're all trying to figure it out. I'm seeing graduates from cosmetology school schools now come out with damn near a full clientele that are going right into opening their own salon. It's like they're, I, I don't need or want to work for somebody to build a following. I, I've got enough that I built in school and I know enough about social, mobile, digital. Um, and I'm seeing more and more of these people. Like So it's like, it's daunting. It's taking my breath away when I see all this happening on a daily basis. So talk about time because it's a, it's the never ending pushback that I hear for those who are challenged. You know, it's just, I don't have time. I don't know how to make time. Um, what are you hearing from the ninjas in terms of whether it's how much time they're having to put in, how they well, manage yeah. the time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a, you know, it's a bullshit narrative. Uh, I don't know if I can uh, use uh, oh, please. colorful language, and, <laughs> but because here's what we're doing now, Gordon. Yesterday, I was in a doing having this conversation in a classroom with 350 people, and we, you know, we we had our finger on that question: Where do you find the time? And I said, "Okay, I'm going to take. I'm going to take. Somebody text me. Does anybody in the group have a picture that they took yesterday, the day before, of your work? Yep. Okay. Here's my here's my cell. Text it to me so I have your picture. And so now I've got their picture on my cell. I want you to time me. From the time I say go, how long it takes me to take the picture, frame it, watermark it, drop in an icon, upload it to Instagram and, and post it, say go. And we we had that done probably inside of 90 seconds. Oh, that's such a great, great educational exercise. I love that. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, and the bigger point is, is once you are savvy enough, it's not an issue. It's just you you have to take the time to to go from where you're at now, which is basically kind of a mobile digital social Neanderthal, and take it through trial and error. But once upon a time, you you had two left hands and you know five thumbs on each one of them when it came to cutting hair, coloring hair, designing hair, and now you can do that stuff in your sleep. When why wouldn't you want to take this skill set? through the same learning curve so that you can do what you are saying takes too much time. We're talking about a 90 second blast. With a potential return on investment. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, how serious are you when you say that you want to, you know, you you need to make $10,000 more so that you don't have to worry about, you know, the electric company turning off your lights? Like, do you really mean that? And are you ready to have a very serious conversation? Because uh, we're, we're now in an era where we, we starting tomorrow, we can take you up 20 grand a year. Uh, but you know what you need to, first of all, you got to engage in something you haven't had to engage in for a few years called learning something new. Which keeps us young. Oh, I think that's, what's, uh, that's what grows us young. And I heard an excellent, a new definition, you'll love this, of uh, literacy. The definition of literacy today isn't can you read? The definition of literacy today is your willingness to learn, relearn, and unlearn. 
So, you know, and the longest, longer you've been in, the more you need to unlearn before you can start learning, never mind relearning. And I think the only difference between learning and relearning is you've been learning this for a while. You need to come back and learn it some more because you, yet you haven't got it enough through trial and error. And you need, you know, you need SOBs like me to continue to, you know, nudge you and at times push you and shove you out of your comfort zone. Uh, so that you don't quit because you'll get scared and you quit. And it, it, it this isn't, uh, you know, for the faint of heart. The, the, doing this, learning this isn't for sissies. You, you got you to gotta have perseverance. You've got to have frustration tolerance. Um, but if you're, if you're ready to take the, the ride, it can be very exciting. Well, and, and success isn't for the faint of heart. Success isn't for sissies. No, no, it's not. And, um, you know, we we all want to we all want to stand where ninjas are standing, but we don't want to go to the learning curve that got them there. And I ask these ninjas, every single one of them, Gordon, the you know the thousands of people that I coach and that are watching this interview are not where you're at. They were they're at where you were, and they're embarrassed that they're not going to get likes, or they're embarrassed that their pictures are going to suck, and they're you know all the hallucinations that we go to as we're going through the curve. Were you there? And if you were, how'd you get through it? And the answer is always the same. I'm still there. I still get intimidated. I still get embarrassed. I still mess up, but I'm courageous. And courage doesn't mean I'm not afraid anymore. Courage means, damn it, I'm no longer going to let fear stop me from learning this because this is what I need to learn to survive, number one, just to survive. And number two, I want to thrive. I'm, I'm sick and tired of being broke. Um, last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up, that the, the, the ninjas that I'm interviewing, there's another, my latest, greatest insight on them is the overwhelming majority of them grew up in scarcity. They, they grew up struggling. A lot of them are children of single parents. Mom had to, you know, raise two or three or four of them. And times were tough. And, you know, you get me talking about this too much, I get emotional. And they got, you know, they got the beauty school. They didn't qualify for college. And they just said, I don't know what I'm going to be. I'm getting goosebumps now. I don't know what I'm going to be, but I know what I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be poor. I, I'm, I'm going to use this and I'm going to work my, asset, my assets off because I never, I don't want to be the way I've done, been. And that is financially entrapped. I'm going to have a creative expression but I'm going to make money so that I don't have to be that way anymore. Those are the ones that are motivated to go through the curve. If you, if you happen to be born with a silver spoon in your mouth, I think you're going to need to unlearn because these, these kids that are really crushing it, the overwhelming majority of them, they're not as, they're not as inspired. <laughs> they don't have as much inspiration as they do desperation. And then it becomes inspiration. So, Let's go deeper on that because you mentioned a little a few minutes ago, you know, making ten thousand dollars or more, making twenty thousand dollars or more. And I, you know, having been in front of a lot of crowds too, you know, people get that kind of glassed over look, like I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to do this. It's a big number, and 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 my head immediately just does the math because I'm kind of a math guy. But I'm like, okay, first of all, ten thousand dollars can change your life over the course of a year. Literally, ten thousand dollars, any of us can change your life. And now let's break it down. Ten thousand dollars over fifty weeks is two hundred bucks a week. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, you got it. It's like 40, 50 bucks a day. Can I mean, change your life. 
Oh yeah, it, it'll you know, and I'll say to them, now that you're ten or twenty thousand dollars ahead of where you were, how's the, how has that changed your life? I mean, I'm I'm interviewing kids now that they're they went from thirty to eighty, like. In a year. I mean, that's a $50,000 jump. And I'm going, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that experience. You do. Tell me, how has this changed your life? And then they start crying. Uh, I've stopped worrying about the electric company turning off my lights. Um, I had one a couple of weeks ago. Um, I never have to worry again that in the holidays, Repo Man is going to come into the salon and give me five minutes to get my stuff out of my car because he's going to hook it up to a tow truck and take it. I mean, the stories go on and on and on. I'm no longer dependent on uh, welfare. Uh, I went to work in this salon and the owner said, give me a year. I know you don't want to work more than 20 hours because it's going to jeopardize your Medicare and, and your welfare check. Let's let let me take you through this. And, you know, fast forward, I'm making one hundred thousand dollars a year now and no more welfare. I mean, it goes on and on. So this is how it's changed your life. Yes. So how about all these people that are standing where you used to stand in a sentence or less? Tell them something now that might give them hope. And the answer is always the same. Stop listening to people. If you've got naysayers in your life that tell you that you're not good enough, you can't do this, this is a bunch of bullshit, don't listen to them. You can do this. I did it, you know, and then they start crying and I'm back here going, oh my God, this is like, you know, this is turning into rehab for crying out loud. <laughs> so let's connect the dot to goals because I think, again, we're kind of going old school, but it's classic fundamental stuff about building a career. And I think doing all this great stuff we're talking about without goals attached to it, especially the financial goals. Talk about that. You are freaking brilliant, man. You've got your finger right on the, on the, uh, on the issue. We now have reinvented goals because if you start with, okay, we're going to go up 10 grand or 20 grand, most of these people can't see your lips move. But when you start with personal and you're going, okay, um, it, if you're going to take a 10-year, 20-year, 30-year ride in the beauty industry, you want to get to a place sooner rather than later that your, your ride is prosperous and, and your ride is, uh, you're, you're living in abundance. So what does that mean? Well, it involves four, I'm calling it four golden keys. You need to know how to make more. You know how to, you got to know how to spend less than you're making because right now you're, you're spending more than you're making and every year you're a little bit more in debt. So you got to make more, spend less. You have to know how to nuke debt, lower your debt, and you know have to know how to save the rest. So we call it make more, spend less, nuke debt, save the rest. And people that don't know how to do that um, are spending more than they make. And every year they're funding that difference on credit cards. So every year their credit card debt goes up five, six, seven grand. Now you start having that conversation and they're going, Oh, that's my that's my story. You're giving me my biography. Great. So we're gonna we're gonna explode your pay by ten to twenty grand in the next three hundred and sixty-five days. But your new eleventh commandment is thou shalt not let your spending grow one dollar higher than it is now, so that as we jack up, jack you up to ten to twenty grand better, 
you now know that your spending, you do not let your spending grow up to that. You should have a cash surplus. And when you have that surplus, and you will starting tomorrow, you're going to use it in one or two ways or both. You're going to start nuking some of this credit card debt that's got you up at night. You're going to start saving a little bit money so that over time, you're debt-free and you've got a nest egg. You've got something more to show for your ride than you know varicose veins, carpal tunnel, and multiple personality syndrome. <laughs> And, and, and they're going, oh, my God, you mean we can do that? Yeah. Fortunately for you, you're a hairdresser. You work in a salon. You happen to be in the business and the single most exciting era of our life called, you know, mobile social. Now let's go to work on the best practices. Now that we've set not only an income goal, but what you're going to do with that income. When you talk about the people that went, my coach changed my life. They set goals. What they're saying is, they're not just income goals. They taught me how to freeze my spending, nuke debt, and save money with the explosion of pay. If you don't have that piece, a lot of these people are not going to see your lips move because now we're using money behind the chair to clean up and reinvent someone's life, which is just way, way different than, oh, yeah, we're going to increase your pay. What's our buddy? Simon Sinek. I know you. Mm -hmm. Doesn't he say something like, why matters or yes, why first? Yes. What how, do you remember the slogan? I, I, it's, it's all about the why, but I don't remember the exact saying. But he, but it, it, maybe it begins with why. Yeah. It's and then you know our buddy Nina says you know why this should matter to you. Uh, don't look now, but make more, spend less, nuke debt, save the rest is why this should matter on steroids. And I think you know the biggest why. Why do we all go to work every day? right? To make a living, to have a better life. And everything you just talked about is the flip side of the coin of this entire podcast, because without those kind of financial pillars that you just talked about, um, the rest of it doesn't matter very much. I mean, again, you and I know a lot of people, we have a lot of history. We both know very successful hairdressers who have crashed and burned in terms of their careers just based on the money piece. Oh, yeah. They did. The, the, the ninjas that are having their life changed, they're saying, my coach showed me how to do this. And I went, so tell me what this is. They all mentioned the same thing. It went beyond growing my income. What to do with my income as I'm growing it? How do I use money to make my life better? And it's not necessarily to expand my lifestyle. It's to first and foremost, clean up my life and build financial security. If there was an award for Michael Cole's latest, greatest OMG blinding flash of the obvious, it would be make damn sure in your goal setting piece, you have the personal financial because that is the why. That's the why that's driving it. And you spent your entire career coaching people. And I've met so many people in this industry when they talk about success that your name comes up. And I bought my first salon. I bought my first home because 20 years ago, Michael Cole said, put your tips away, put your tips in the banks, learn to save money. And it's, it was profound. Oh yeah. And, and, and my confession to you and, and the group that's, uh, that's watching this is that I'm, as I'm going to these coaches and I'm going, you, you got people bragging on you. I'm, I'm working with a coach now, Michaela Baskerville. And are you, am I still on your deal? Oh yeah. So Michaela Baskerville, who's one of the best coaches I know, I'm saying Michaela, you got people crying, you know, Joe Atay. You got people crying that you're changing their life. 
what in the hell are you saying to these people? And they're, they, they're, they're telling me what I just told you, make more, spend less, nuke debt, save the rest. I put a little plan together. Then we kind of turn it into how much you got to do a day. And I'm going, oh my, huh? where, where in the hell? And they're going, Michael, what are you getting amnesia? Uh, I, I was in your class. You know, <laughs> I read your book and I'm going, oh shit. I, I had forgotten. And I just took for granted. I said to Michaela and Joe, well, I know I taught you guys, but I didn't know you were going to do this with it. You know? So um, it, it's brought me back to my knitting to where now the last book I'm working on, and I was just mind mapping it today with my wife, Mary is uh, what are we going to call it? Blueprint for prosperity fast track to wealth and well-being. And it's going to have the make more, spend less, nuke debt, save the rest. And with a, a ginormous mobile social media piece in it, because that's what explodes the make more part of it. I love that. And I can't wait to be able to read that and, and review it and share it. And, and, I, and I have to say here that I, I think one of the reasons that I've been in this business so long and have such an affinity for the hairdresser is that something I share in common in terms of experiences, I, I grew up with very little. You know, I, I was born into public housing. You mentioned the car repos. That was a regular occurrence in my family. Dad managed to get three houses in foreclosure by the time I was 18. We grew up poor. And um, it wasn't until I was about 35 that I saved my first dime. It wasn't part of my family learning, you know, I had no, and I, and I share that with so many hairdressers. I, I hear it all the time. And I, I think the message is not only all the stuff you said about how to do it, but the big message is anybody can do it. Yes. Isn't that interesting that you found this story in your life where you're, you know, the, oh my God, blinding flash of the, uh, oh my God, that's so true because that's what inspired and motivated Gordon Miller to get to a place in his life that he got to that's what and that I was 26 before I got off of welfare you know I've went you know I've been to hell and back a few times in in financial rights so I can identify with that drive but what's interesting the other part of this too Gordon and and you were there and that is we get to work with people that are at ground zero of the beauty industry these are these are hairdressers that are working on the line and everything goes up. And I'm now saying to salon owners and salespeople and distributors and all of my five-star general friends at L'Oreal PPD that lest we all forget, nothing happens for any of us until one hairdresser is motivated, inspired, empowered, encouraged to sell one more service, one more product to somebody sitting in their chair that goes beyond what that person that's sitting in their chair is scheduled to receive. Until a hairdresser is empowered to do that, we are all SOL. And we forget that all the time. Let's get busy and stay busy, loving, encouraging, coaching, mentoring, leading, motivating, inspiring hairdressers to do this. And how do you do that? Well, hell, we We've been having this conversation for the last 50 minutes. Don't look now, but we just gave you a goddamn blueprint. <laughs> and, and that's the point where the audience stands up and gives Michael Cole a standing ovation for that very profound statement. I, I, I love that. And so um, I, I, um, I think that's a great place to stop. I don't, I don't know how we top that. That was a, that's such a great statement. I, I want to uh, I want to, tell us where, well, let me say this. Um, 
When this comes out this coming Monday, which is, I believe is the 26th of June, two o'clock on that very same day. So if you're listening, Monday morning listeners, or if it's past, um, know that on the American Salon Facebook page, Michael Cole will be live streaming. It'll, of course, live there forever so you can find it. But you're going to be talking about what on Monday on American Salon Facebook Live? Well, because, you know, everybody is going there for social. I'll, I'll probably mention a little bit, kind of do a little flyby of our conversation here. But I'm going to take some people to uh, Grand Zero. I've got two or three of my ninjas that uh, are doing hair on that day, that hour. And I'm saying, let's see if we can time it where we can do a FaceTime in and so that uh, the viewers can actually watch them taking some after shots using ring lights, using their kiosk. And this would be primarily for, gee, I've never actually seen it done before. And I'm going to get as many of them in as I can um, so that I figure how you can't get more real than that. And then if we have time, I'll, I might ask the ninja that's doing the demo in a nutshell, what can you say to people that are watching? that might inspire them to uh, begin the quest of getting to where, you know, where, the, where you're at and being able to do what they're witnessing. So I, that's what it looks like it's going to be uh, next Monday, but uh, we'll see. And that's on the American Salon Facebook page, which again, will be live at 2 Central this Monday, but it'll, it'll be there forever. So just go to the, the F- Facebook Live um, video um, list on our Facebook page to find Michael. You also, as you said, you've done a lot of Facebook lives on your page. So tell our listeners how they can find yeah. find oh, you on Facebook you. and any place else. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Gordon. Um, yeah, if you hang out on Michael Cole, uh, Facebook, Michael Cole, O-T-T, as an over the top, that's, that's kind of that. That's the name of that page. I've actually got a couple of business pages. I'd, I'd like you to start there. And then um, I all of the stuff I do on Facebook Live gets uploaded to YouTube. And it's not my YouTube page. It's summitsalon.com uh, YouTube page. And you'll see probably hundreds now of my webisodes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it now. I give away the content. It makes my partners crazy that I give away the content because I know that Anybody that's taking content off of my pages and using it and getting traction, whatever traction you're getting is going to pale in comparison to the results you would get if you took the same content and used one of our coaches to help you implement it. Because more times than not, when we get content, we leave with the best of intentions. But let's face it, if we're not bumping up against our own people's inertia, resistance and pushback, we're bumping up against our own. So we're in an era of coaching today. I've been part of helping to train, I think we're up to like 70 coaches that that really help with the accountability, the support, the encouragement. So I'm saying now openly, I'll give you as much as I can give you, but you're a damn fool if you're gonna take this content all by yourself and implement it. If, if you get results, good for you, but hang out with some of our coaches because now you're pouring nitroglycerin on your goddamn bonfire um, and whatever it's going to cost you for a coach is going to pale in comparison to what you're going to earn as a result. So having said all that, I'll see you on American Salon's uh, page uh, next Monday and then on o- my OTT page and uh, Salon YouTube. 
that and then you plug into coaching and uh, you know stack them high and watch them buy. And the Sum- Summit Salon um, website URL again is summitsalon.com is uh, the website that you'd want to live on if you're if you're curious about okay this it's not about Michael Cole but it's the conversation he's engaging us in how where do I go to find out more about that conversation we now have 3000 salons that are plugged into us that are on this perpetual flow when you do the math on that there's probably 50,000 salon professionals that are summit now and when you listen to what's happening to them if you're a salon owner saying, hey, what's next for me? I would say go to summitsalon.com to see if this might be the next era or chapter in your life. And, and again, coaching, great coaching is transformative. And, and I don't think any group of coaches, company that's in the coaching business does it better than Summit. You guys have an outstanding reputation. And and then, of mm, course, you, you know, um, L'Oreal PPD, you know, we, we thank them. I know that you're here in part because of them um, and, and their brands, Redkin, Purology Matrix, L'Oreal Professional, uh, Baxter of California, Level Loyalty, Salon Centric. Um, they all helped get you here today and, and, and we appreciate oh, them and your let, connection. Let, yeah, please give me 30 seconds yes. to just give my authentic gratitude and love to L'Oreal PPD, Salon Centric, State RDA. I mean, let's, let's just cut to the chase. They put their money where their mouth is. Their, their, their sponsorship and, 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 the, fine, and the, the amount of financial resource that they give us to perpetuate this is extraordinary. So I, I, I will say to anybody, I would fight, personally, I'll fight to the death to advocate their cause because they're making those kinds of demonstrations. And without that demonstration, we could not do the work to the degree that we're doing it. So thank you very much. L'Oreal PPD, salon-centric state and RDA. You're just wonderful souls. And if you're listening to this, you're not doing business with those companies, please consider it because they get it. And because they get it, you're doing bigger and better work. And again, Michael, you've changed so many lives and I'm, I'm so grateful to call you my friend. I'm so grateful that you've been, that you've chosen to be on the American Salon Stories podcast. Um, thank you you're, again, first time for a second time for a, for a guest. And um, I'm excited that it was you. And I I look forward to our third time together soon. Thank you, my friend. Let's keep uh, slaying the dragons. All right. Take care, Michael. And we'll be back next week with another American Salon Stories podcast. In the meantime, we hope you'll follow us on Instagram, where we are known as at American underscore salon, also at facebook.com forward slash American Salon. That's all one word. And of course, on americansalon.com, where you can also subscribe to our free newsletter, Your Daily Beauty Fix. This is American Salon publisher Gordon Miller, and I can't wait to bring you more American Salon stories next week.